Hi, I'm Sorrel Brown, a.k.a. Ms. Africa, the creator and founder of Nubian Nudist. And I'm always naked. What about you? And while I'm naked, I'm always listening to the Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. Hi, I'm Robin Renee, and this is The Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. Hi, I'm Wendy Sheridan. Welcome to episode 107. Hi, I'm here with Sorrel Brown. Sorrel is the mother of two teens. She describes herself as a fun-loving hard worker with old-school morals. And she is the founder and creator of Nubian Nudist, which is an organization for Black nudists and naturists that is based in New Jersey and has members across the U.S. and some abroad. So welcome, Sorrel. Hi, how are you? Good. (laughs) It's awesome to talk with you. Let's see. So I wanted to ask you first, what led you to trying nudism? I'm just curious about how you, what your first experiences were like. Sounds crazy, but I think... Uh, growing up with uh, just my grandmother in the house, when we were just going back and forth to the bathroom, each other, you know what I mean? So that was part of it. And then as I got older, in the lock, when I was young, all right, so let me back up a little. When I was young in the locker room and I started developing, you know, everyone kind of has the teasing moments. But as I got older, I realized the girls I was in the locker room with, we all had the same thing. Why are we hiding? And I, was just more comfortable with myself. I really didn't care if someone didn't like my size or the complexion of whatever body part, things of that nature. So I was just a little bit more free than others. That's cool. So it really started when you were young at home and then just branching out into yeah, pretty much. school and whatever. Just, so yep. it just sort of developed for you. Yep. And we weren't nudists at home. It was just um, going back and forth from taking a shower, taking a bath, getting ready for school, getting ready for church. <laughs> you know, we just didn't hide it was at that moment. It was just, well, you're getting ready. So why are you hiding versus, oh, somebody's there. I have to cover up, you know? Right, right. That makes sense to me for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that sounds to me that it was really from a place of just sort of natural, just sort of natural being in the world and living and not worrying about things yep. that most people would be concerned pretty about, much I guess pretty much say. pretty mm-hmm. much yeah that's that's pretty much it right there nice so when that developed for you was it a source of body acceptance or empowerment or pure enjoyment like just what you know I know I know we we uh frequent the same beach for, <laughs> in nice. New Jersey and that sort of thing so which I just love to be in the sun and just feels like amazing and it's just uh it's just kind of part of my joy do you also experience that as is it mostly fun or acceptance sort of is it like does it feel like a statement to you or just living Uh, at this point as I got older is more of an acceptance 
Um, I happen to be a plus size sister, a plus size <laughs> woman. So at one point I would hide myself as I got older or depending on who I was dating, you know, they would say, Oh, I love your curves. or I love the way this role is or whatever the case may be. And I'm looking at them like they're crazy. You know, I was always trying to hide myself. And then I got to a point where if I'm not going to fix it, this is what you get. You know, I always say, you know, the only summer body you're going to get is somebody loving this body, you know, versus me trying to fit into the norm. Uh, I think we all as humans have that area that is our problem area that we want to change. But I just got to a point where I've always been this size. I've never not been this size. And why fight it? You know, if I really wanted to change it, I would have changed it years ago. Awesome. Very, very cool. So when did you first get the idea to start Nubian Nudists? Um, at Gunnison, actually. The first time I went to Gunnison was maybe 2004. And I'm nervous. It's my first time. A girlfriend of mine, we went and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, am I really about to do this? Now, mind you, I've been undressed in front of her before, so it wasn't anything crazy. It was just the thought of being around other people. But no one was really paying us any mind. No one cared, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, we walked around, we took our tops off, and that was pretty much it. And then life happened years later. 2014 comes up, and I'm back at the beach. It took all that time. And I'm looking around, and I don't see a lot of me, if that makes sense. I'm looking for men, women, and it's just maybe a, a smaller than a, than a handful. Uh, I joke around and I say it was a lot of salt and not a lot of pepper. <laughs> 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 and I, I just wanted to see more of me. So I started looking for groups. I started looking for sites, Facebook pages, Instagram. I really couldn't find it. Maybe it was the wording I was using, but I didn't see it. And that September, I was like, I can't find anything. I'm just going to make one for my own and for myself and for me. And hopefully there's a few other people that I'll come across that like the same thing. And I would notice people would post a picture, for example, on Facebook and they would be naked, you know, in the nude or naked and they would just have like a part of them covered and, you know, saying how they love themselves. And I was like, well, hey, I got this group. and I just started up. You want to be a part of it? And they were like, cool. And that's literally how it started. Nice. So it, that's something, you know, I've gone to Gunnison for many years and, and this is um, for people who don't know, we talk about it a little bit on the show anyway, but uh, mm -hmm. this is at Gateway National Recreation Area in, on the, on Jersey Shore, basically. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. so folks know. Um, yep. And, you know, I'm really happy about the diversity that's developed there over, over the years. You know, it's really, really cool. And I'm grateful to you and the other people who've made it happen. And so I'm wondering like, what differences do you experience in first, like a more diverse social environment and then also in like a black exclusive environment? Are those, you know, how do you experience those Ooh, social um, experiences? I, I, I make a statement on our, uh, on a website, how we don't, I don't want anyone to feel like the token person. And I realize when it's a group of just anybody, which is fine. You know, I have no hate for anyone. I love everybody. You know, I want everyone to enjoy themselves and just be comfortable with who they are. But there are times where I feel like I'm a token. 
you know, um, depending on the situation. Like I work in a male dominated field and I'm one of the first, I'm one of the a black person that's there. And then I'm a black woman there. So it was like the double standard. So I'm already feeling that at work. And it's funny because when, for example, guys come in or contractors come in, they don't think I know what I know. They think I'm just a secretary. Mm. And then I out talk the men that's there and they ask me for the help because I know more of the, the information that's in my field, you know? So I got to a point where I just didn't want us to feel like, yeah, I'm talking about the black girl over there versus, Hey, I'm talking about the one over there with the glasses. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I didn't want to point it out just specifically. I wanted to say the one over there, either with the Afro puffs or the locks or the glasses or the belly beads or waist beads or whatever the case may be. You know, I want everyone to feel as if it's just people versus having to feel like the black woman over there, the black man over there, you know, and I hate to say it. I've been places um, to other, um, I've been in one other place and the particular people that were talking, just hearing them from a distance, I'm like, okay, so that's the token black person of the group. And now we're here. Now there's no more token black person. It's just the black group or them over there. And it's okay to say them because it's a group of them, whoever them is. But it's how it's um it was looked at prior to maybe the five, 10 or 15 of us that happened to go that day when that one person is usually the one person that's there, you know. Right. Sure. Sure. Well, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And it has changed. I started going there. I mean, really in the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely the token for a long time, probably. You know? I understand. I understand. Yeah. I've, I've gotten that is um, the mayor of Gunnison. I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about when I say that. But he's like, yeah, I've been going there for you know almost 30 years now. And he said, I can see the change over time, especially these last five years. You know, it has really grown. And the last, I was there maybe the week before last. And it was a lot of us. And I loved it. I loved it. I just, I, just the fact that our anniversary last year, we had about a good 40 black people in one area. Like it was literally just a circle of us and people was like, well, what's going on? Is this a party? No, we're just here. And they couldn't understand like, Oh, and like everyone was coming over. Well, what's going on? Nothing. But have you heard about Nubian nudist? <laughs> like, like this is just a regular day for me, but Hey, what's going on? You know? So it's, it's good to see that, um, more of us are also being more accepting mm-hmm. and a lot of us are dropping the sin of being nude openly. You know, a lot of people think that sex and nudism or being naked are the same thing. And it's really not. So I'm really glad that a lot of people are starting to, you know, have that type of acceptance as well. Nice. Nice. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about your intro. Um, okay. it, it was brief and to the point, which is awesome. And I was really intrigued that you say, you have old school morals and, you know, just case in point, like a lot of people I think would assume that going nude is, is immoral or at least amoral at least, but it wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. be old school. So I'm wondering how you, how you think about morality and your experience of that. That's funny. Uh, I had a moment. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the teachers I have with my children, like I was raised with, by my grandmother. So a lot of the things that I think about when it comes down to ethics and do unto others that they want to do, you know, have done to them, um, having manners, simple things like that go a long way 
you know, treating the cleaning person and the president the same, mm -hmm. you know, wherever you go, you know, so that's how I am with everybody. I try not to uh, judge, you know, I always say I don't judge anyone's pockets because uh, I don't know what they can and can't do. Uh, somebody because they're having a bad day, you know, but everyone else have a bad day, you know, so to me, that's something that was put into me. I think that's an old school thing, just having the general when you see somebody you don't have to scarl at them you know smile a little bit or just you know nod your head so something like that you know that's that southern old school teaching in my head ah uh, nice where are you from originally are you from the south i'm from jersey but my family's from the south so i was raised by uh, a, a a farmer and you know her mother was a uh, sharecropper mm. and then her grandmother and her mother was a slave so all wow. these here just sweet teachings of hey hi how you doing you know, speak when you see somebody, you know, just because somebody walking past you, that don't mean that they're having a good day. Sometimes just that, hey, how you doing? Uh, hello, can really brighten somebody's day up. And you just don't know it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, do you have any thoughts or advice for people who might be uncomfortable with coming out to a Nubian nudist or at any naturist situation for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Um, start walking around your house nude. Start there and have all the lights on and make sure you walk past every mirror, every single mirror, because you have to love you first. You have to accept you first. And if it's something that you just can't get over, when you, if the person decide to either come out, you know, with us or go somewhere else, wear just a sheer cover up, wear a sarong, like, um, like I have on a sarong now just because I'm being polite, <laughs> but <laughs> But um, there's ways to wear it as if it's like a little jacket, just just enough to kind of cover up a little bit or find something um, like I'll go to. I don't know. I'm just naming a, a random place like a rainbow or something. And they'll have something that has a, like a fishnet mesh type of top, something with it. And just wear that first, you know, wear something that reveals, but still you feel covered up. So you don't have to feel like you just jumped out there at first. But definitely go with, you know, maybe someone who's a little bit more open, you know, be around someone who who doesn't judge because everyone judges, but let them see past that. You know what I mean? Some people I have um, I'm, some of our members are breast cancer survivors, for example, and they have, you know, double mastectomies and they walk around as if they have a full double D bra you know, on if that makes sense, you know, like nothing. Just the confidence happened. you mean. Just the confidence. Exactly. You know, when you walk around and just say, you know what, this is me. I love me. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But I love you. You got to love me first. If you can't love me first, you can't love anyone else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what have you learned from the beginning of Nubian Nudist till now? Oh God. Oh, <laughs> um, there are more people out there than you think that are just like you that want to be in the same type of setting. Um, even if they're from a different background, different world, whatever the case may be, there are more black people out there than we think that are naturalists or nudists or, or don't even know that we exist because they thought they were by themselves and felt like they were doing something wrong. You know, and now that they're seeing it, it's like, wow, it's, it's we got over 500 members, you know, so I always say this, this, the tribe is huge, <laughs> the tribe <laughs> is growing, you know, I love it. But, um, 
at the same time, um, I've learned also how to incorporate my children differently when it comes down to their body positivity and their physical look on themselves and how I want them to be able to have other people view them. When I first started, I didn't let my children know I was a nudist. Mm-hmm. I didn't let them see me walk around. And I, I joke around, I say in all my natural glory. Now I do, you know, they're of a different age, different mindset. I've explained things to them differently. And I think that also goes back to just the general, that's kind of my old school morals that I came from versus what I'm giving. You know, we have this thing, and I hate to say in a black culture that we hide ourselves. You know, millennia ago, we were walking around naked with no problem, no worries, no, no anything. Now we come here, oh, put some clothes on, don't be fresh. But if I'm home and I'm relaxing, how am I being fresh if I'm just walking around the way I was, I was created? You know, we were taught that, you know, men and women will walk around in, in the garden even with nothing on. The sin was actually putting, knowing that you were naked, not the fact that they were naked. You know, they were, the sin was the fact that they covered themselves. That was, if, if you pay attention to scripture, that is, you know. So now uh, I really try to teach them that your body is beautiful and it's okay that you see your body. It's okay if someone sees you. That doesn't mean that they're going to do something. That doesn't mean show every single person out there, you know, but it also doesn't mean that when, when you're in a part of, of acceptance of yourself, you know, there's a certain way that you walk. There's a certain way that you talk, you know, and also, uh, cause my son is 18. Um, for sexual purposes. I say, if you could be around me and be comfortable, you can go out there and don't have to worry about the wind blowing and you get excited every single time. You know? <laughs> okay, yeah. you know, not that he wants me, but you know, it's just that a, a lot of people don't understand just because a woman has no clothes on. That doesn't mean that she wants to do something. Right. Exactly. It's the idea you know? that it's sexuality and nudity are not one and the same. And that's something exactly. that I think a lot of people exactly. don't, don't get. And they, and even adults still don't get it. And some of them just haven't had that opportunity because, you know, every time they go, you know, they go, I always say to the shower, do you, do you bathe uh, with clothes on? You know, how do you change your clothes? Do you take a piece off and kind of wiggle? Like, you know, when we were in, in high school, we tried to hide something and put it on like that. Like, is that what you do? Like, when you go to the doctor, they need to see you completely nude because they need to see what's wrong with you. You know, everything, you know, so it's, I just kind of realized that all the little inconsistencies that we've been told and all of the shameful things we've been told, they're not as shameful as we thought they were. You know, that's just, it was embedded in them and embedded in them before them, you know, so now we have to kind of get away from that. We have to relearn ourselves. Right. Absolutely. So um, I, this will probably air. I, I'm not sure when, you know, our different shows are coming out, but just in general, mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we probably can't announce a show or an event, but what are the kinds of events that you're, you're doing this year? In general? Um, this and we can year, send people to the site to see, you know, the specifics. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, so they can always go on newbie Um Right now this year, we're just, we're trying to do like a little takeover, a two day takeover. So um, there is a um, nudist resort in Palmerton, Pennsylvania that we're going to. I don't know if you know that one. Am I allowed to say them? I don't know. Yeah, yeah you can say it. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to Sunny Rest. Um, mm-hmm. That's 
Saturday the 28th of August. Right. And then on the 29th we'll be at Gunnison. So I'm trying to just have like a nice little show up and show out. You know, we got some card carrying members. So even though there is no discount when you have a newbie and newest card, but just if they have an Anar card presented at the same time when it go there, just to show that we're representing, you know, and it's, it's a lot of it. Cause I know they, every group wants diversity mm-hmm. when they don't have diversity, but why not show that there's actual, an actual group that represents versus just random people popping up. Sure, sure. And it's AANR, is that the, yep. what, mm-hmm. what does that stand for? American Association of Nude Recreation. Right. So you're saying like when people belong to that organization to show that they also belong to yours. Yep. It's exactly. Sort of exactly. Shows like we're out there. And, you know, just support. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank um, you so, so much. Yeah. Any, any parting thoughts on this? Um, I hope that more of us learn acceptance and more people are willing to at least come out and, and see what it's about. Uh, we are eventually trying to get a, a location for us. Um, so there's a little information on it if they want to donate. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, you know, we got bands and everything. So, and you see, I have my banner and this actually stays up on a wall when it's home. So, okay. Oh, that's the banner yeah. that you put up for events. Yep. So for events and when we're at the beach, things of that nature, um, I'm, t- I'm looking at for a small one for the beach because it's hard to have this one up when we're there. So, um, but yeah, but hopefully, and then maybe we'll have a new karaoke again next year. So hopefully we'll see you there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I will definitely be checking it out. And right, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, signing off, I want to say I'm Robin Renee, and you can find me on Facebook at Robin Renee Fan or Instagram at Robin Renee Music, and on Twitter at Spirit Rock Sexy. I hope you will say hi. Yeah, I am Wendy Sheridan, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Wendy Cards, and on Twitter at Wendy Designs, and on Etsy at Wendy Cards with a Z. And remember, you can always reach out to us on social media at Leftscape. We hope to hear from you there. And, you know, if you've got any questions, we got answers. So send them (laughs) to us. (laughs) And, well, maybe we will talk about it on an upcoming show. You've been listening to the Leftscape podcast. Sound engineering by Wendy Sheridan. Show notes by Robin Renee. Fake sponsor messages by Ariel Sheridan. Web hosting by InMotion. Remote recording by Squadcast. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Leftscape. Become a patron of our show for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash Leftscape. Thanks for listening. <laughs>